You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your naturally platinum blonde pop culture connoisseur. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and host with the, only the hottest tea spilled fresh weekly. For more hot takes, go and give me a follow at Just Plain Zach. I always keep it funny and I always keep it cute. And if you're like me and you want to stay up to date with the latest reality tea, go and give us a follow at No Filter with Zach on the Instagram. Or you can join our private Facebook group. The link is in the description. Description below. Snag some fizzy housewives inspired rose for yourself. Packing a punch at 14% alcohol by volume, but less than a gram of sugar. Head over to nofilterwine.com. I designed it with my pals at Elix. It is a delicious, light, crisp rose, as I have shared with you for many weeks now. Five fun designs inspired by some of our favorite, most iconic housewives moments from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Atlanta, New Jersey, New York, and for a limited edition amount of time, Potomac. The Drag Me cans will be available through the reunion, so be sure to snag them while you still can. Head over to nofilterwine.com to get your Housewives-inspired rosé. I'm calling it my Housewives Watching Wine because as I'm watching the television screen yelling at Jen Shaw or at, 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 uh, at Sutton, well, actually, there's not much to yell at about Sutton because she has been very anticlimactic during this reunion. But hey, all the Sutton fans out there, congratulations. She carried this season, so I guess, hey, we don't really need her for the reunion, right? I promise I actually really like Sutton. I just love to shade her because it pisses you guys off and it makes my heart so happy. Head over to nofilterwine.com to stock up on your rosé today. All right. We have so much to, to recap. Obviously, it was Halloween yesterday, Halloween over the weekend. So we will get into all of the different Halloween looks that we saw from all of our favorite Bravo Lebs and reality stars. Um, Kyle Richards has a new movie coming out called Housewives of the North Pole, which will break down. There is a new Housewives coming, and it is the first international Housewives series in the U.S. by Bravo. Obviously, there were others, but this is the first one, and it's going to be in Dubai. We'll break that down in a moment. And then we're going to talk about the Real Housewives of New York reunion. Oh, also we have a new Beverly Hills newbie. We'll get into her. So yeah, we're going to be breaking down a lot. So strap in and get ready. But first, let's take a trip to the Middle East. Grab your passport, Andy Cohen said on the Today Show. Hoda and who's, it's not Hoda, 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 it's not Kathy, right? Kathy's gone. She's gone. She left with Regis. I don't know who's, who's that other girl? Samantha, Hoda and Samantha. Is that what it's called? Hoda and Samantha? Samantha B, Samantha Lee Gifford. I don't know. Whatever. Hoda's show. That's really what we know it as. It's the Hoda show. So Andy was on the Hoda show and he's like, what's up, Hoda? I got this new book and I'm here to promote it. And it's quotes and it's a bunch of quotes in the book and you're your quotes in the book and she's like oh my god my quotes in the book and he's like yeah hoda your quotes in the book and she's like oh my god and and then at the very last minute they're like oh wait a minute don't you have a new announcement andy cohen and he's like oh yeah that's right i'm here to not promote my book i'm here to announce that we're doing the real housewives of dubai and so now it's going to be Bravo's first international housewives show. So people are like, oh, but what about Cheshire? And what about Melbourne? And it, yes, those are those exist within the real housewives universe. However, they don't exist within the Bravo land. So, I mean, I guess it would be like Marvel and and Captain America and and who's the Iron Man He's, yeah, that's Robert Downey Jr. And then who's the hot one? Uh, oh, he's Captain America. Um, but they're all kind of hot. The Hulk. So like all of those guys, the Avengers are the Bravo 
housewives. And then we have like some others. So we can refer to like Melbourne and Shishire as like the X-Men. I'm trying to pretend I understand the Marvel Universe, but I'm like anybody that watches my show even fucking watches the Marvel Universe. What am I trying to do? Anyway, those are produced by a completely different network. I think Hi-You is what ends up airing them. And that's how people in the U.S. are able to watch like Shishire and Melbourne. So, yes, there are other international shows within the the Housewives universe, but within the Bravo universe, within Bravo land, there are only the U.S.-based shows. So this will be their first one outside of the U.S., and it's going to be in Dubai because Dubai is, like, you know, so fancy and so much money and, ooh, so sexy. I've been to Dubai, and Dubai is actually quite nice. It's very smoggy. So, like, when you're in a high-rise and you're, like, trying to take cute pics of the city, it's very smoggy. Um, but I mean, the buildings there are incredible and I think they have like their first man-made beach out there. I went to Atlantis and I had sushi at, um, Nobu. It was, it was great. It was a vibe. I was like, yes, this is Dubai. I'm doing it again. Well, not anytime soon, but if I could, I would. Um, but there's no other reason I was out there for work a couple years ago, but anyway, so yes, this is Bravo's first international show. Um, Ladies of London starred Caroline Stanbury. And so people love Caroline Stanbury and they're like, oh my God, is Caroline Stanbury going to come back? And Bravo hasn't announced that she's going to be part of it. Andy says that they do have a group of women that they've already selected to be on the show. Apparently they haven't even started filming yet, which to me was really interesting. Cause I'm like, why would you go at first? I was like, is it going to be an international franchise? Cause why would he go on a U.S. American? Why would he go on the today show? to announce an international franchise when we've already had other international franchises. But then, you know, there was a clarification of this being the first one in the U.S. And now I'm repeating myself. But anyway, so apparently they haven't even started filming this new show yet. We don't know if Caroline Stanbury is officially going to be greenlit. The rumors when Dubai started circulating, I believe, last week were that Caroline was going to be headlining this new uh, this new show for housewives and she was going to have a group of her friends in Dubai that were going to be on the show with her. She hasn't addressed anything. She hasn't said anything. She hasn't said, Hey, yo, no, not me. So I'm assuming that means that it's possible that it is going to revolve around her and she's just not allowed to announce it just yet. So we'll see. Apparently people loved ladies London. I never saw it. I knew of Caroline. I think she was like the breakout star. She's the only one from ladies of London that I've ever actually heard of. She was actually supposed to come on my show. If you, months ago and then or actually last year and then pandemic stuff like you know got everything all crazy but at this point maybe i'll invite her back and see if we can reschedule and be like yo girl give me the scoop on real housewives of dubai but i thought it was interesting because i feel like when they announced real housewives well with all of the other shows and when they announced real housewives of salt lake city they already had their women in place and i believe filming and production had already begun by the time they had announced it so it's Interesting, though, that they would have the first international franchise that's like this big announcement. Um, First of all, Andy Cohen, nobody's buying your fucking book. It sounds boring. Actually, that wasn't very nice. I'm sorry, Andy Cohen. I'm sure there's an audience out there for it. I will not be reviewing it in book club. But it's cute. It's a cute little stocking stuffer. I don't even remember the name of it. It's something about quotes, 365 days a year, head, shoulders, knees and toes. I don't know, something. Something cutesy. Anyway, back to Dubai. So wouldn't you think that if this is going to be your first like international show, you would want to make sure that like your cast is set in place. They work. You've done screen tests. You film to make sure the storyline is developing. Because like, what if it doesn't work out? What if the show's a flop? What if the ladies don't know how to perform on camera once it's official and they know that they're doing housewives? Like, don't you think it would change the dynamics of 
production and of the women on the show. Like, I just feel like it would really not like it could, th- this could potentially be really bad. And I don't think they've ever announced a housewives show without actually filming before. I believe Salt Lake city had already been in production. Well, I mean, I guess production wrapped around like February. I don't know. It, I, I feel like, like Salt Lake City had already been in production because I remember Heather Gay talking about how she was, how they were all greenlit and they thought that they were doing like a Shaws of Sunset or like a Southern Charm style show. And then all of a sudden it ended up um, getting announced as Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. And they didn't even realize that that's what they were signing up for at first. So I don't know. I think it's weird um, that they, because if this is a flop, then that was like, what a waste of an announcement and what a waste of like, you know. I just, I would have assumed they would have been well into production, but apparently they're not. It's going to be produced by Truly. I think Truly, is Truly the one that also does Atlanta and Potomac? Right? Because which one? Shed is the one that does New York. And Evolution is the one that does Beverly Hills. So I I think Truly is the one that does Atlanta and Potomac. Also interesting if that's the case. But anyway, we're going over to the Middle East and now we're going to have a new Housewives franchise. It's coming at some point in 2022. If filming hasn't begun yet, I would imagine we would probably get it in like the fall of 2022, which is also a really long time to like hype this up. Like, did we really just like want to announce this to promote Andy Cohen's book because he was doing a book tour and we needed something big to get people tuned in? Is that really how this all came about? Because I feel like we're so far away, at least with, Salt Lake City, like things were already well advanced or maybe things are advanced with Dubai. I don't know. I feel like I'm rambling now, but people have also mentioned that they wanted to see Lindsay Lohan on the show because Lindsay Lohan also lives in Dubai. I don't know if if Lindsay Lohan would necessarily fit in with these women. First of all, she's not a housewife. She doesn't have any kids. Um, I mean, I guess like Bethany wasn't a housewife and she didn't have any kids. And some of the housewives don't even show their family life or don't have, you know, a, a spouse on the show with them. None of the ladies in New York have a man. I guess they did when they started. But like, I don't know. I feel like uh, with Lindsay Lohan even, can we see Lindsay and Caroline on a show together? I feel like Lindsay Lohan's just such an awkward individual socially that I don't even know. And she doesn't even drink anymore. Like I would want to see Lindsay Lohan get like messy and like fight with somebody, you know, I would want to see her throw a glass down on the table or be like a, can you want, like, I don't know. I would want Lindsay to bring something interesting. And I feel like Lindsay's beyond her interesting days, you know, like her exciting, like party girl vibe. There's nothing much to get out of Lindsay. We tried her beach house in, you know, that was in Dubai, right? Or was No, that was Mykonos. We tried the beach house that didn't work out. The beach house is closed down. So I don't know what Lindsay's up to these days. Is she on OnlyFans yet? I thought she was supposed to be dropping an album. Lindsay, I've been waiting for the album. There was that new song. I think I'm crazy. Back to me. Back to me. I'm taking it back to me. Right? That was it. Why does this guy, Egogo, keeps trying to connect to my fucking computer? I don't know who this person is. but He needs to stop trying to send me his nudes. Okay. So that's Dubai. Dubai's coming. Congratulations, Bravo. Congratulations, Andy, on the new book. Um, hope it's a New York Times bestseller. Now let's move over to, over to Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills. That's where I want to be. Gimme, gimme. Gimme, gimme. So Dorit has been spotted out since the robbery last week. As we know, Wednesday night, her home was invaded by three armed men. They held her at gunpoint. 
made her it, it now last week the reports were that there was an estimated of a hundred thousand dollars worth of merchandise that was taken from the home or worth of possessions obviously designer handbags jewelry however now the report is it's up to a million dollars worth of of you know personal property that has been stolen from the kemsley home and that is the accumulation of everything that they were able to walk out with. $100,000 did seem kind of low considering how many handbags she had um, and how much jewelry she apparently owned. So I would have assumed that $100,000 would have been like a few things, but they were only there for 20 minutes. So that must have been some, they must have, they were like, Dory, give us only the priority items, top shelf only. We don't want that bottom shelf, no well drinks, top shelf only premium. So all of the women went out and they were filming Harry Hamlin's birthday dinner over the weekend at the Andaz Hotel in West Hollywood. It's a very nice hotel. I've been to the Andaz. I've stayed at the Andaz. It's pretty small, but like there's always something happening at the Andaz. So it's like it's a cute vibe. Um, Good luck to Harry or, you know, happy birthday to Harry Hamlin. I hope there was lots of bolognese sauce. Dorit was spotted, uh, or all of the women were spotted there, but Dorit, this is the first time she's come out publicly. This was only a couple of nights after the robbery, but um, she was spotted next to the newbie to be joining Beverly Hills, who's Diana Jenkins, which I exclusively revealed first on Instagram, put some respect on my name over the weekend. Everyone was like, who's this mystery woman? I was like, I know this mystery woman. I've known about her for a minute, bitch. Not to toot my own horn, but her name is, is Diana Jenkins. And Diana, she's the founder of Nero Drinks. I don't know. I know they've been here in Los Angeles for quite a while. They're like, I guess, functional beverages. Like some of them are like to help you sleep or to help you like have energy. They're functional benefit uh, beverages. I've seen them around LA for years. I'm not sure how well. I feel like they were like sponsoring a lot of celebrity events like back in the early 2010s. But anyway, she's not a diamond holder. She's just a friend of this season. She's testing. So we'll see if anything develops. We'll see if she even has many scenes. As we know, there have been housewives that have come in and test before in the past. Sometimes they get cut. Sometimes they end up getting greenlit. I know Dorit's friend, Hannah, I believe was her name, was one of the other names that's been floating around. Um, I believe she's also supposed to be filming um so we'll see what either of these what diana and hannah bring to the table and if they're going to i mean i feel like that's adding a lot of extra women in the in the picture that we don't necessarily need but we'll see how they develop it's interesting though because since it was announced or well since i announced it put some respect on my name um she diana has changed her instagram like she's updated it a little bit and she like killed everything in her bio it no longer mentions nero um and there's literally nothing on her profile about her. And now she's actually listed out her full name, which is Sanella Diana Jenkins. She goes by Diana though. Um, so we'll, we'll say, I wonder if she'd like got in trouble by Bravo. And they're like, you need to delete everything on your Instagram now that you've been outed by that bitch, Zach Peter. So we'll, we'll see. She looks really, you know, she looks really pretty. I feel like she fits in with this group of women. You know, she's not like a random Eden Sassoon or Carlton. Even Joyce was a bit of a random fit, but we'll see. As far as Dorit goes, um, I've heard that she's trying to stay busy. You know, she's trying to keep it business as usual, primarily for the kids. They have no idea that anything has happened. They were asleep throughout the entire robbery. So it seems like the kids are fine. 
they aren't even aware that there was an issue. But, you know, people close to Dorit are saying that she is very traumatized and she is having a really hard time with it. So, I mean, I would imagine even having to go out and film. I don't know if that gives you a sense of normalcy because you're like, okay, I just I don't want to think about it. So if I have a call time, if I have to get glammed up, you know, if I have to be here and film and talk about something else other than reliving that night, I'm sure it maybe in some way it's helpful. It's, I mean, it sounds to me more like, you know, avoidance. She's not necessarily dealing with it. But again, I don't know, maybe she is working through it. But I mean, she really is trying to keep it all business as usual. Trying to keep up a brave face. You can see though, in the pictures of her, you can see her getting out of the car or sitting next to Diana at dinner. Like she does, she looks like, she's not all there. Like, she looks a little rattled, you know? She looks like she's been shaken up. She seems drained, or maybe it's, like, fatigued. Like, maybe she hasn't been sleeping much. Like, she just looks, like, a little, like, not in a bad way. I think she's a gorgeous woman, but you can just see it, like, in her eyes. There's just something that's a little sunken in, you know? And so I hope that she's getting some sort of therapy or doing something to really take care of herself. I understand trying to keep things normal for the kids, great do that but like also you know I really hope that she is you know just taking care of herself right now obviously she has PK by her side she has her brother that's flown in to be by her side as well that's staying with them so I mean nothing but love to the two of to I mean, to that whole family. But they did dress up for Halloween. They looked very cute. They dressed up as the Adams family. Her brother was in town, so he even dressed up as Uncle Fester, which made me think, was he already planning on coming in? Or did he end up coming in at the last minute and then they threw together an Uncle Fester costume? I don't know, but they looked great. Definitely won the night for me. And we'll recap some of these Halloween looks at the end of this episode. So if you're listening to this on the podcast, I suggest going over to YouTube so you can actually see all all of the different photos and the different looks I'll try my best to describe them for you. But at the end of this, we'll we'll recap all of some of my favorites, some of the best and the worst from Halloween. Okay, Real Housewives of New York. So as we know, the reunion was scrapped a few weeks ago. They were supposed to be filming it. And then the week of production, they ended up just killing the whole thing. So now rumors are sw- swirling that the reason the reunion was canceled had to do with the complaint that Ebony filed against Ramona, which she claimed Ramona made a racially charged uh, remark, a racially motivated remark that Ebony didn't appreciate. So she went and filed a complaint. It's unclear whether, I mean, I would assume you would file it with like NBCU, the parent company, or maybe it was with Evolution. I'm not really sure who they're technically employed by. I guess it's by Evolution through Bravo by NBCU. I don't know where the complaint went or where HR is, where Diana and HR belongs and how to handle this. But rumors are swirling that this is the reason that the reunion was scrapped. Not sure what the actual remark was or what it was in reference to. I'm not sure if it was towards Ebony or about somebody else or just like a general sort of remark that Ebony thought was a little off color. I was curious if it was also related to the Jewish dinner that we had where, you know, Ramona tried to compare herself to being Jewish. I don't know. I don't know the scope of the remark. Obviously, the way that it's being reported or the way that the rumor is swirling makes it seem like Ramona said something derogatory or discriminatory towards Ebony. But it doesn't sound like that was necessarily the case. 
my interpretation is Ramona said something that Ebony heard. Ebony didn't appreciate it. Then Ebony went and filed the complaint. Apparently, a crew member also filed a separate complaint a while back. And people are saying that because the crew member filed the complaint and nothing happened, Ebony decided that it was best for her to file the complaint because she was one of the cast members and she has a little more clout and she was trying to stick up for the crew member. So uh, I'm not sure. The, the details are a little bit murky. And part of me thinks, like, is this intentionally supposed to be murky? We know that there are also rumors that Ebony has been leaking a lot of stuff to the press. Could this possibly be it? You know, since this didn't actually break out in the news when all of the reunion commotion was going on. You know, is this possibly, you know, Ebony's attempt at reclaiming the narrative? I know we've talked about this before. I know I've talked about this with like Jacques Peterson from the Unpopular podcast about her using the press to kind of build the narrative that she wants to build. I don't know. An investigation was held, though, which is part of the reason the reunion and or I guess the main reason the reunion was delayed is they weren't able to move forward with the reunion until the investigation has been completed, um, which it has now been complete and Ramona has been cleared of, of any of all the accusations. They didn't find anything. Apparently they interviewed the staff or not the staff, the cast, the crew, the producers. They weren't able to find any substance to what Ebony's complaint was in regards to Ramona. So even if there were crew members that weren't a fan of Ramona, I don't, I don't know. All I know is she was cleared of it. Um, but by the time the investigation had finally concluded, at that point, they were like, is there even a point in doing this reunion? Which I guess does make sense because you wouldn't be able to bring all of the cast together without having that full investigation done. And so that would make sense as to why they would have to postpone the reunion and push it back further. I don't know. I don't know, but I mean, this may also feed or may also be related to the rumors about Ramona getting fired back when the reunion was originally getting scrapped. And they're saying that Ramona had something to do with part of with the reason why they weren't able to move forward at the reunion because they were saying she was refusing to film. But then they were also saying that Ebony was having like major tensions with the cast it's interesting, though, that this is what was going on between Ebony and Ramona, even though Ebony has said or uh, allegedly, apparently, supposedly, we don't know if this is true. This is just the rumor that's circulating. And apparently a few sources have been able to confirm this to TMZ. But at the same time, Ebony has said that the, the person that she's really had an issue with is Luann and that her and Luann haven't talked. And I think she alluded to like somebody on the on the cast being I don't think she accused them of being like a white supremacist, but being like not racist necessarily, but she kind of alluded to that idea as well. And I originally thought she was maybe referring to Luann, but maybe it's in relation to Ramona. I don't know. But uh, I mean, I don't even know how we save this franchise moving forward. It might just be like a Real Housewives of Dallas. And we're just like, you know what? That's a wrap. That was cute. That was fun. Let's let's keep it moving. I do know that they're supposed to start casting again soon or at least getting not cat. Well, yeah, casting and getting the, the group together for who would make the most sense on the show moving forward. I honestly don't see the show moving forward with Ebony. Um, and I don't even know how we even move forward with like Luann or Ramona because I feel like at this point it's like really just all collateral damage. Um, and then you also have like Sonia who really doesn't bring anything to the show anymore. I don't know how we save Roni. I honestly don't. I just, 
I, I, I don't know. Speaking of Roni, though, we will be breaking down the Roni chapter in this week's book club, Tuesday night, 6.30 p.m. Pacific, 9.30 Eastern. We will be breaking down part two, which is based on Real Housewives of New York. So we'll be doing that this Tuesday. Stay tuned. I'll see you then. Get your copy of Not All Diamonds and Rosé by Dave Quinn. If you haven't done so yet, link is in the description below. All right, let's move on over to Housewives of the North Pole. Kyle Richards is continuing. She's really trying to make this acting comeback. She's really trying to do it. She's been doing some commercials for TikTok lately. She was just in Halloween Kills, and now she's starring in the new Peacock original movie, The Housewives of the North Pole. Interesting title. It airs Thursday, December 9th on Peacock. I believe it's going to be on Peacock Premium, right? That's how Halloween Kills came out on Peacock Premium, which is only like $4.99. I was surprised that they were actually going this route. Maybe it's helping them get their numbers up. It's definitely keeping them, you know, a fierce competitor. I was originally like, Peacock really, like that's not going to happen. But now they're really trying to make it happen. It's It does not look like it's going to be a Quibi. Quibi came and Quibi left and Quibi crashed and burned. This actually look, I actually have faith in Peacock. I hope I don't have to eat crow pie like Sutton in the next few months. Um, But yeah, Kyle just did a TikTok commercial with Mauricio, who's like the worst actor, but like it was kind of cute that they did it. I don't really understand what they're promoting or what like, do we really need Kyle Richards to promote TikTok? Are we trying to get an older audience on TikTok? Like I'm confused as to what the TikTok commercials are for. There was another one today that Kyle posted with Dorit. Dorit was actually a better actress than Kyle. Um, Surprisingly, considering Kyle's the one with the back with the acting background, but they're cute commercials. I'm just not sure what we're trying to promote necessarily other than TikTok. But why are we using Kyle Richards to promote TikTok? Is that so that like the older generation on TikTok can like get more involved with TikTok? I don't know. I still don't even know how fucking TikTok works. I try. I try and I try and I try. But I'm excited about the Housewives of the North Pole. It looks really cute. It's apparently about Kyle. And then there was the woman from Breaking Bad. I think she played the sister. I don't remember her name off the top of my head. But anyway, so Kyle and Breaking Bad sister are Breaking Bad together in this new film. I guess it takes place in the North Pole. And they apparently win like the house decorating contest every year. And then all of a sudden they have like this big falling out that has the whole town divided. And it's like this major housewives feud between Kyle and this other woman. And I don't know how it's going to end, but I would imagine it ends in a very, you know, sweet, campy sort of way. And I love cheesy Christmas movies, especially when they're on Peacock, because I'm starting to like Peacock a lot more. And I'm looking forward to this one. I'm hoping it's better than Halloween Kills, because I was excited about Halloween Kills too, and Halloween Kills was terrible. But... I actually have faith in this one because you know where to set the bar. You know, I feel like Halloween movies in general are very hard because it's like that horror genre and sometimes they're like a little funny and campy, but then sometimes they're like really bloody and gory. I don't like bloody gory movies. I don't really like Halloween movies. The only Halloween movies I like are like Scream and Halloween, like the Halloween franchise. Sure, that one's not terrible from what I've seen. I haven't seen much of it, but anyway. I digress. I'm looking forward to this cheesy Christmas movie, and I think Kyle is going to do a great job and more power to her. You go, sister. You steal her goddamn house. Okay, let's talk about Halloween costumes, shall we? This will be fun. Okay, so we had a lot of Bravo Lebs and reality stars just, like, breaking it down for Halloween. Let's see. Who would we... Okay, so Stassi and Bo did, like, a really cute, like, old she she said her name is Mildred and then they had their daughter Adeline 
I think these are fake names. I don't think these are based on real characters, but it's like a very old. So based off of those names, though, Mildred and Adeline, that takes you back to like the era. I would say like, when was this? Was this like the 1700s, maybe the 1800s? I don't know. It was like Washington. Uh, what's his name? George Washington era. I'm not good at, trust me, the history and social studies were not my subject. I don't think anything was my subject other than gossip back in school. But anyway, they are very, you know, they have like the top hat. They're like this old dead family. Stasi has a black wig on and it's very George Washington style. And then she has the long white shirt with the, the sleeves and all of the ruffles and the long black dress. Like it is very, I would say maybe like 1800s. It's definitely not 1900s. I would say like 1800s when you have the chair, like Sleepy Hollow is what it reminds me of. It's like very Sleepy Hollowy, and Bo, they're all dead. So they have like white face makeup on. The baby looks cute, but it also, the baby terrifies me. I, the baby's normally very cute, but like in this sense, the three of them terrify me because like I feel like they're going to haunt me in my dreams. And I feel like that was the intention. So a success. I would give them maybe like an eight out of 10. Good for the effort. I would dock them two points because I would be scared shitless if they were in my house. Um, okay, then we have Crystal Minkoff's family. And Crystal Minkoff's family is like, this was a terrible job. I don't even know what they are. They're like dancing stick figures. They're wearing like all black jumpsuits, but then they have like the lights. It's like a, um, the, is it neon lights? Is that what they are? Baby, when you look up at the sky, we'll be shining bright like neon lights. I'm in a very singy mood today. But anyway, they're wearing these like very, so it, they all have these neon lights on and it's in the shape of like a stick figure. So they're basically neon stick figures. I think it's very unoriginal. I think this would be like a fun, like let's go for like an outing, but not like for Halloween, especially because the kids are like young enough to be able to like really enjoy Halloween. And Crystal, this is like your first housewives Halloween. Like this was your chance to like go all out girl. And I'm a little disappointed. I'm very disappointed. I would give this a one out of 10. Then we have Jackson, Brittany, and it looks like they went for a circus theme. I love a family theme. Like when we get all into it, like I don't like when a family comes in and they have all these mishmash costumes. No, bullshit. If you're a family, like when I have my family, I don't know if I, there's going to be a man in my family or if it's just going to be me and my babies. But regardless, me and my children, we're going to go all out. Okay. I'm telling you right now. I don't even like Halloween, but if I have kids, we're doing Halloween. Okay. This is really cute. It's like a circus theme. Jax is the guy that's like on the board, like when you're throwing the knives at the man and he's spinning on the on the backboard thingy and you're like, you're throwing them and you're like, I'm gonna get, I'm not gonna, and you know, all the knives end up like not killing him. Well, apparently they killed Jax because he has knives all over him, but he has the backboard behind him. So he did not survive. And then Brittany, on the other hand, she's the bearded lady. And she looks cute. It's a cute little vibe. She's got her cute little socks on and her beard. Like, she looks very pretty. She looks like this is what I was going to wear to the Vanderpump Rules reunion. And then I got fired. So then I just put a beard on it. And then the baby looks cute. The baby looks like a, the strong man. What's his name? Cruz. Cruz is a cutie. All the Vanderpump babies are very cuties. Um, he has a little mustache and he's got his 100-pound little weight. And it's, it's a very cute vibe. I would give them 8 out of 10. Then we have Kristen and her boyfriend, Alex. And I don't like this one because they also terrify me. They're like doll, they're like creepy dolls, like creepy twin sister dolls. Or are they dolls or are they just twins? 
you know how like in a movie there's always like these creepy twins well that's what they're trying that's what they're doing here and I don't like Alex like scares me like his wig doesn't even fit right like it's very like Karen Huger with the wig like it's just not well Karen Huger in her early Potomac days not Karen Huger in recent Potomac days Karen Huger in recent Potomac days with her whole wig line is fire and her three wick candles you get it Karen put some respect on that name but Kristen, like, terrifies me. I don't like when people do scary costumes. Um, I'm going to give them a 4 out of 10 just because they are they scare me more than Stassi and Bo and Hartford. Then we have Ashley Darby. Coffee and love taste best when hot. And we won't stop. She is Doja Cat, and she looks fire. Like, I think she may have been one of my best favorite looks of the night she has the pink wig and she has all the rings around her and she's wearing this hot sexy tight little like pink jumpsuit that's like a bra and a little skirt and it's see-through and she has the the starry background behind her like how did michael darby end up with ashley like ashley is smoking ashley needs a hot husband she needs a husband that's not going to cheat on her with grinder boys ashley looks fire and she i think really killed this look with doja cat and i'm gonna give her a 10 out of 10 i do coffee and love taste best when huh we won't stop ashley i think definitely hard contender i'm gonna give it to her then we have Travis Barker and Courtney Kardashian. And they did a, what is this, True Romance, the movie from back in the day. At first, I thought when I first saw them, I was like, oh, it's Grease. And she's Grease Lightning. And she's Sandy. And he's, what's his name? I don't know, the guy that like is in love with Sandy. I haven't seen Grease in forever. But anyway, it's, um, it's cute. They like really go all out. And I have to say, Travis Barker with some hair, because he has, he's dressed up as the dude. She's Clarence, and I can't remember his name. Or is he Clarence, and she's Adel? Ad, um, fuck, I really should have prepared better for this segment. Um, anyway, they are those characters. Um, but so he is wearing, I guess it's like that Kat Von D makeup that covers up all of the tattoos. And I have to say, he's a hunka hunka burn in love. Like I normally like, I like a little bit of tattoos, but when you're like head to toe with tattoos, that's like a little bit much for me. And he's bald. And so I was like, uh. but like I would do him right here on the car. They're like making out on the car and they're like loving all over each other. And they did like a full on photo shoot with the whole photographer on Halloween. They like went all out. I wonder if they, I guess they went to a Halloween party. I don't know if it was at, it had to have been at Courtney's house. Cause I don't think that was at Kylie's house, the, but the Kardashians posted that they were at one of them was hosting a Halloween party and it looked like Courtney's house. So they look hot. I want to be Courtney on top of that car and I want to be making out with Travis Barker because he actually looks really good. But I also want to know like when they're making out like this, how does the makeup not rub off his face and like show the tattoos or do they just have to keep retouching him the entire night? Cause they like, they make out with like all of the tongue and they're like, <sighs> which is very aggressive, but I think they look cute. I give them a nine out of 10. I wouldn't say it's a solid, but a nine out of 10. And on that Kardashian train, we also have Kim Kardashian. And Kim Kardashian is like a sexy, space, futuristic cowgirl. It's all silver or, yeah, it's all, it's like an all, like, shiny, silver, metallic cowgirl outfit. It's cute. She even has, like, some silver eyeliner. It's cute. I mean, I would say maybe five out of 10. It's not very original. It's cute. It's sexy. It's probably something that would work beyond Halloween. But if you're going to do Halloween, like do Halloween, girl. 
Then we have Whitney Rose from Real Houses of Salt Lake City. And she came and she did Watch What Happens Live. And she's like, hold up, Andy. Watch what happens live on Halloween. And she came and she's a whole tornado. And she's because on the reunion last year, I think it was Lisa who's like, Whitney and Heather, bad weather. And so she's like, you know what, Lisa? I'm going to do bad weather. And so she showed up as like a tornado with her face on it and Heather Gay's face on it. And we have like cows and cars and houses. And she's just like one big chaotic tornado. And it's actually really cute. And I thought it was smart. Um, Let's see. Who else do we have? We have the Vanderpump kids. We have uh, Tom and Ariana. Tom is a sailor and Ariana is Cher. I don't know if this is if anybody can answer this for me but did Cher do something with the sailor is that he's supposed to be somebody or did Tom, did they just not coordinate outfits I mean it's cute I, I've seen a better share I think Kim Kardashian did a better share I'm gonna give them a five out of ten I didn't think it was that original Sheena came and Sheena did Beauty and the Beast Brock is the Beast um the baby Summer is a little is Mrs. I think it's the teacups oh not the teacups but the little one Chip is it Chip or is it Mrs. Potts I think she's Mrs. Potts right? Because she has the bonnet on. It would have been cute if she were Chip. But so she's Chip. Summer's Chip. Sheena is Belle. And Brock is the Beast. And I don't know. There's something about that that I just kind of want Brock to like throw me against the wall and be a beast. But I also think like they should have done like an Aquaman something. Or maybe Moana. Wouldn't it have been so fun to see him dressed as not Moana or Sheena could have been Moana, but he could have been, who's the other one? The man with the, doesn't he have a a bat? I don't know. You can know who I'm talking about. The uh, Manny, Moni, Manny. I think his name is Manny, right? I think his name is Manny. Anyway, they should have done something like that. Like he should have really leaned into this Aquaman thing. Even if he's done Aquaman in the past, which I'm sure he has, he should have really done it now because now he's on Vanderpump Rules and now is your chance to like be known. Okay. Whatever. Giselle was a beauty queen. Um, she was uh, Miss America. Miss American woman. And she looked really pretty. She's she was rocking the whole pageant look. I think she looked she looked really pretty. Really, really pretty. She was, I think, Vanessa Williams is who she said her look was inspired by. But, I mean, it's cute. It is really cute. Then we have Bethany. And Bethany posted two costumes. And the, I don't understand either of them to be honest with you so the first one she posted which was seemingly like a um a a promotion for her house I, i don't know if she's selling the house necessarily i didn't pay that much attention to the caption but anyway the first one is her and she's like dressed as this like wicked devil ish she's wearing all black similar to like what i've been wearing this month but It's all black and she has like this black lacy mask on and long black hair. And then she has black horns on the top of her head. And I don't know if she's like a witch or a devil or I think she's also wearing like a feather necklace. I'm not sure what this is supposed to be. It's spooky and it's sexy. So, I mean, sure, we'll give it a seven. If I knew what it was and I was like, yes, you nailed this bee then I would probably give her a higher ranking, but whatever. And then we have her next look. And this is the look that she posted with her daughter, Bryn. And it's the two of them. And they seem to be dressed as police officers. Very controversial for our current political climate. But they look very cute together. It's a cute like mommy and me costume. And then they have their dogs. And their dogs are also dressed up like this. 
which is why I'm like, are we doing like Paw Patrol? Is it like a playoff of Paw Patrol? But then I feel like Bryn's a little too old for Paw Patrol because isn't Bryn like, what, 13? No, she can't be 13 by now. She has to be like nine, right? When was she born? When was Bethany ever after? I don't know. But yeah, I was confused. I was like, are we just cops? Because then if we're just cops, then I mean, again, interesting choice considering our political climate. I don't mind people dressing up as cops, but I just feel like people are going to, you know, drag Bethany. But maybe she's like leaning into that whole like cancel me thing like Kelly Dodd. Kelly Dodd and Rick dressed up as as cowboys and Indians and people are really upset about that because they're like, oh, cultural appropriation. So, but I feel like I bring up Kelly Dodd because I this is... I try not to give it too much attention only because like Kelly, I believe is doing this for the attention. And that's when people get all up in arms and like, ah, Kelly. And she's just like, yeah, that's the, like, that's literally why she did it. So that everybody could be like, ah, Kelly. So I try to not give it that attention because then you're just feeding, you know, I, I don't need to feel the fire. I don't need to pay attention to it if I don't like it. Um, but yeah, it's a cute look. To me, it looks like Paw Patrol because they have the dogs in them. But I don't think their intention was to go with Paw Patrol. So I'm going to give that a six, especially because like a cop on Halloween, like it's very basic. Unless you're like trying to do like a sexy cop and you're like, ooh, I'm going to arrest you. I've been so bad. Then, you know, fine. That makes a little more sense. But like, I feel like it's a cop is like a fireman on Halloween or a ghost on Halloween. It's like unoriginal. Let's come up with something a little cuter. Um, And then... Let's see. Who else do we have? We have Chris Jenner and Kylie, probably also at the bottom of the list. Um, they're really just wearing black jumpsuits. Chris is wearing the Fendi jumpsuit by Skims because they did a Skims, um, a Skims Fendi collaboration. And so they have Fendi jumpsuits. I actually kind of want one of these Fendi jumpsuits. Like, how fun would that be? I'm going to see how much they are. I wore my Skims last night, actually. I wore my outfit. I went to go see Hamilton last night, and I wore some Skims that I got. And it actually kind of, it helps kind of keep everything in. You just have to be careful. Cause like with me, I don't have much junk in my trunk. So I have to wear like underwear that like perks up my butt. That way it looks like I have much of a butt. I have gained a little bit of weight. So it is making my butt a little perkier, but the skims, I feel like it just like smushes my butt. It doesn't like accentuate my butt. Maybe the ones that I bought, but it just like smashes it all in. And I guess it like keeps everything in, but it also doesn't really like I need something to like accentuate the booty. But so Kim and Kai or Chris and Kylie seem like they're promoting skims with their cat look, which is even more unoriginal than Bethany's Paw Patrol outfit. Whatever. But I think the winners of of Halloween after Ashley Darby, Ashley Darby was a strong contender, but Ashley Darby didn't really dress up her son or Michael Darby to fit the theme, which is why my winning out my winning Halloween costume of the night has to go to Team Kemsley. Dorit and PK. Dorit is um, Morticia, and then um, her kids dressed up as Wednesday and Wednesday's brother. It's it's a cute look. They even got Dorit's brother to jump in on it and do Uncle Fester. It's really cute. They have the background going. Like when you're going to do a family photo, you need to do it with the full background shebang. You know what I mean? So I think I'm giving the winner to Dorit and family. Not just because she got robbed, but because it's a really good it's a really good costume and the whole aesthetic and the whole vibe. And even if the brother came in in the last minute and they just like threw him in and dressed him up as Uncle Fester and they found something together, props, respect on her name. You get it, Dorit. You look fabulous. So Dorit and Ashley Darby, I think, are the winners for the night. All right. I think that's all I have for you guys today, right? Yeah, we talked about Beverly Hills. We talked about Housewives of the North Pole. We talked about New York Reunion. 
Yeah. All right. Well, and Dubai, let me know what you guys thought of this week's episode. Are you excited for Real Housewives of Dubai? Do we think, because I'm also kind of at the point where I'm like, oh my God, do we need another show? We have so many housewife shows already. Like, do we really need another one? Like at some point, I think we need to start cutting some of them rather than adding more of them or like do something to kind of balance it all out. But here we go. Dubai is coming. Let me know if you're looking forward to Dubai. Let me know how you think we can save Roni or if you think at this point we just need to let Roni RIP and, you know, sail off into the sunset and have the good old glory days but not try to continue to push it forward. We shall see. We shall see. Let me know if you're going to be watching Housewives of the North Pole. I'm excited about it. And let me know who your favorite and least favorite Halloween costumes were this year from our favorite reality stars. All right, everybody. I hope you all had a wonderful Halloween. I know I did. I Like I said, I went to go see Hamilton. I had lots of like cute, like all black, like one, not like one, not one pieces, but like a whole like ensemble with the gloves and the black glasses and the vibe. So I had a fun Halloween. I did the Hall- Halloween Kills watch party. I did the House of Spirits. I went to the House of Spirits twice this year and it was really fun. It's like a... Um, like a haunted house and they have like mazes and escape rooms and lots of penises. There were so many penises at this thing. Um, but anyway, thank you guys for listening to hashtag no fields with Zach Peter. Love you so much. I hope you had a wonderful Halloween. I hope you have a wonderful week. I will chat with you tomorrow night, Tuesday night for book club live on Instagram at no filter with Zach, 6 30 PM Pacific, 9 30 Eastern. We will be breaking down not all diamonds and Rose part two by Dave Quinn. We're going to be breaking down real housewives of New York. You can give me a follow at just plain Zach. Give the show a follow at no filter with Zach. If you're listening to this on iTunes, please leave me a five-star review because I love that validation. I've been giving you guys shout outs on Instagram. If you're watching this on YouTube, hit that subscribe button, hit that like button or smash that like button. That's what they say. Smash the like button and hit that bell notification button. That way you always get the tea coming fresh in your inbox right when it drops. All right, guys. Love you. Mean it. Bye.